have love for one another. That's how they will know you are my disciples, that you have love for one another. The great uh, Sidney Harris, the uh, political, social, and religious commentator of years past, uh, has written many great things. But one thing I recently read that stood out, he said, the three hardest moral acts to do are to love in the face of hate, is to include the excluded, and to admit when you make your fault, admit when you are wrong. I I think any uh, really great leader demonstrates these these qualities, these these attributes, and they're incredibly simple, but really hard to do, because they encompass so much. Um, it's, it's clearly um, something that Jesus espoused. I, I think maybe the one that we could add to this is uh, forgive, forgive others when they don't do these three, and forgive ourselves when we don't manage to do these three, because that probably happens a lot, that we don't, are not able to, uh, to do all three of those uh, well. Um, you know, Pope Francis has tried to consistently turn us to these core. Uh, he, he, he has uh, hammered away at these three and, and more, um, but he's done them in such uh, powerful ways. Uh, um, like, like, for example, the first one that we are called to, uh, to love in the sight of hate. Um, I mean, he's hammered away at how you know, war begets war, and that, uh, and who would have known that when he was saying these, that we would end up in what we have today in this, this crazy war in, in Ukraine that Russia has started. Um, but that we know that, uh, that, that hate, uh, for hate, does only gets more hate. The only thing that stops hate is, is love. And, and he has spoken eloquently about that in visiting all the different world religions, and especially uh, those were most despised, even inside Christianity. Uh, and, and, and doing that, he called us to be men and women of love and peace. Uh, and, and then his, his exhortation to us to, to go to the, the existential peripheries of society to include the excluded. Um, he, he speaks so eloquently about this, and he calls us as a church that we're called to move from being this static version of church where we gather as to be a field hospital, where we go to the wounded, the broken, and, and love them where they're at so that they will know that they are included, not just with words, but with powerful actions that our role is to, is to go to them wherever they are and welcome them, include them. And of course, he himself has spoken um, and the wrongs that the church has done. I mean, he's the first pope to, to take on this sexual abuse scandal and acknowledge the wounds and the brokenness of the past. And he, even he himself, admitting his own mistakes that he has made, courageous to do, it's a start. It's a start. It's not by any means a totality of what we yet need to do. Uh, this model of, of, of church is who he's calling us to be. It's followed not, it's not Pope Francis' ideas. It comes from the gospel. It comes from what we hear today is love one another. This is how people will see who we are. 
This is how people will understand. If we love one, if we do all these well, then others will recognize that. Now bear in mind where we see this text. Like just understand we're brought back now to the Last Supper. Jesus has just washed their feet. Just washed their feet. Including Judas Iscariot. And Judas Iscariot now has just got up from the table and is going to betray Jesus. And he knows this. He has modeled He has modeled loving one another. He loved his betrayer, even before the betrayer knew he was going to do it. And he says to them, I give you this new command, love one another uh, as I have loved you. That this is how they will know. This is the model of of what it means to be church. I'm not sure if if any of you got a chance to read my e-bulletin article this week, but it's been a really difficult week for us as the priests. <laughs> At least it was very difficult for me. As, uh, we, had a, we were away as a clergy at the annual study week, and we had a presenter um, called Ralph Martin, who, um, whose stated worldview is this, that the, world, that the way, the road, the path to heaven is narrow. And the road to hell is wide, and most people are on it. That's his worldview. And that we as priests need to preach hell, fire, and brimstone to get people back on the road. Wow, that was an uplifting message. And he hammered away at this all week. Um, Really a shock to my system, because I had... You know, I'd not heard this since I was a child, and it was not the church that I got ordained into. It was not the, the Jesus that I have come to love, and it's not the Jesus that I or His church that I've come to serve. And, and I think it is a very narrow view of Scripture, a very narrow view of, of what we hear in the tradition of, of Catholicism. I mean, he used the Vatican II teachings and contorted them to fill this world view. And what I find so shocking um, is that it is so narrow. There are so few. Now, I think that if the road is, feels like the road is narrow, right, is because it, it, um, the few choose it. I, I don't disagree that there are those Like, there are many people who could be in church tonight, but you are the ones who've chosen to come. And that doesn't necessarily mean we're all going to heaven. I get that. I mean, I understand that we are sinners and we we will sin again. But I do think the road to heaven is one that is wide, that is open to all. And that if it feels narrow, it's because maybe there's only a few of us on it. I get that. But it's open to all and welcome to all. And indeed, God calls us and walks with us, leads us on this road to heaven. And I don't know about you, but I don't need any words of damnation or hell or fire to certainly doesn't get me to back in the road if I'm away from it. And I don't know about you, it never did for me. Maybe it did, but it didn't do it for me. So I have no intention of returning to that style of preaching. So, sorry, you won't be hearing that. But here's what's interesting. Uh, one, our, our priest, one of our priests put it well. Uh, I, I think he said, he, 
he, he's a, originally when he was a child, he, he lived in India, grew up in India. And when his grandfather on the ranch at a farm told him to go collect the cattle, go out and get all the cattle to come into the, into the pen, into the, into the barn. And he said he went out with a stick and got beat them in the back and, and yelled at them and shouted at them, and they went in every direction. And his grandfather said, what are you doing? He says, that's not how you do it at all. And he took a sack of hay, put it in, gave a bit of it to each of the cattle, put the rest of it on his shoulder, and walked ahead. And all the cattle followed him quietly into, into the barn. I think that is the way we are meant to be as church. What we do here at the table of the Lord is offer food, nourishment for the, for the weary and broken and wounded soul. And so we ask people not to scold them with a stick or harsh words. Food. And that food is love. When we love people, when we are kind and gentle to them, when we include them when they feel excluded, when we welcome them when they feel unwelcome, when we return love for hate, that will feed their soul. See, it's my firm conviction that if every single one of us did that this week, then people will wonder, where were you on Sunday? And they might follow you because they want the same nourishment that you have. So no, you won't get harsh words. You won't get condemnations. You won't get fire and hell, even though all that might be, in fact, true. What I offer you is a nourishment for the table of the Lord. I offer you the love from God himself through Christ. And I offer you to receive that love, consume it and become it, and give it to others as hay on your back so that others will follow where we have been called to go. Yes, we are called to return love for hate, to include the excluded, and to always admit when we are wrong. The road to heaven is very wide and is enough and wide enough for everyone to go. So let us remain on it, food for the journey for all.